A big hello to everyone from the Royals camp once again. Uh, it's time for episode four of the Royals podcast and I'm your host Arjun. We're feeling bright and chipper this morning after a thrilling win over the Delhi Capitals last night at the Wankhede. And I've got three men with equally white smiles in front of me. First up, one of the heroes from that chase with a typically killer knock, David Miller. Still buzzing from that night, Davey? Yeah, still buzzing. It was a good one, as you said. Uh, Murray smacked a few at the back end, which is uh, which makes it a lot better. I think if we had lost that game, uh, my dismissal would have been a lot more uh, spoken about. Yeah, I think so. But uh, very fortunate that he took it over the line and chuffed with the boys. Well, we also have someone who set up the game with the ball and promised to finish the game in the first ten overs if he had batted earlier. <laughs> Jay, they were not cut. <laughs> Looking back on that statement, JD. I think we can look back at other statements. <laughs> there were many others made, uh, probably on the field, but that was wrongly, uh, that was mistaken. Was or is that a hint to the coaching staff saying, Never. take your batting a little more seriously? <laughs> take responsibility. You want to open the batting. Yeah, you haven't had a net all practice, have you? <laughs> yeah, just just a show of what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, poor Jerry's always at the end of the net session. He's asking Trevor, you know, please, can I get a ten-minute hit? Can I get a five-minute hit? So, our third guest, the oldest member of the group, but with the energy of a teenager, our lead assistant coach, Trevor Penny. Let's start with our first segment for the day, Talking Cricket. Thoughts on Jerry's batting, Trevor? Yeah, well, he's always on the first bus home, so we can't give him a bat at practice. So. No, um, no, he batted really well uh. We forget to mention that sixty hit, which sort of changed the momentum of the game as well. So yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, that was and going to be my question too. Yeah. When did the dugout really start I think believing was, that we could win? Well, when Davey was in, when he hit those two sixes, I thought it was ours. And then unfortunately he got out, was there in the slot to go for six. But um, but then definitely that six of JD's, I thought, was a, a changing point. Yeah. And JD, you want to talk to us about how not so prepared you were before the game? His bat didn't have his bat sticker on. So his wife had to bring the bat sticker later on and we had to throw it down and then then he was like, oh shit, two, three wickets down and… Oh. That actually helped me save 50,000 bucks. So <laughs> mind all the trouble. <laughs> but I think um, you know, that's again when I say, you know, it's more about my bowling than betting and that's why I wasn't that serious about getting the stickers on my bed before the game. But it came in handy. Really happy that it came in handy at the end though. That was a good hit, JD. Also, sorry, also his bowling. He's for the last 10 days been bowling really well. So he's really pleased the way he came and bowled yesterday. Yes, I mean, Jerry, you were you were under pressure having missed out that first game. Uh, coming into the second game. Did you have a point to prove? I've had a lot to, to prove in the last couple of seasons, which I haven't been able to. So uh, I've kind of come above that and you know, tried to be in my own zone and just try and um, prove to myself that um, you know, I am the same bowler. I have, I still have the same skill sets. It was about um, executing those skills out there on the park. At times, um, you know, those the catches don't go in the hands. It doesn't look that good. But yesterday was a day when um, it was working out really well, and there was some bit of help in the pitch early on. Um, just took uh, the advantage, and um, nothing like you know getting the getting the rewards with bowling with a brand new ball and setting the tone up for the team. Do you sometimes feel um, the criticism that you get on social media, criticism again is a very polite word I'm using, uh, is a bit harsh and unfair considering 
that you usually bowl the toughest overs for us in the last three, four years that you've been with the Royals. You've always bowled the toughest overs. You bowl the power play over, you more often than not bowl the sixth over and then again bowl in the back end. Well, that again, I think it's very hard for, uh, for people from outside to see that. Um, I think, and guys have been doing that, that same sort of job for other teams. And that's when they compare us with others. And there's nothing wrong in that, to be honest. You know, if I would not have been playing, I would just have been watching cricket. I would have been, uh, you know, cursing someone or the else at some point of time. So, nothing wrong on their part. Uh, just that um, at times you have to go above and, and look at things which are actually important to you. You know, those things don't really come into play when you're out there in the middle. It's about how much belief you have in your own skills and how much the team has... Um, that trust in you and um, that's why we have those team meetings that's why, that's why we have coaches to talk to us when they feel that we are in a little self-doubt at times or that's why we have practice sessions I would say you know just to have um, that um, that belief back and just to see how uh, how things actually happen when um, you are in your zone and you are just doing what what you are best at it must be feeling very satisfying after last. Absolutely. Last night. I, I woke up with a bright smile on my face. It was great. <laughs> we can see that. <laughs> you didn't sleep. <laughs> Davey, uh, last season you came into the Royal setup. You played that first game, knowing that it could probably be your last game because Joss was going to come into game two. You got out, unfortunately, without facing a ball. Okay, and then here you were back in the 11. Partially because of Stokes' injury. Were you under pressure to kind of show them, show us, show everyone that you kind of belong and you need to cement your place in the 11? Yeah, I think uh, being a professional sportsman, you always, uh, it's all about performance at the end of the day. Um, so that uh, becomes first. Uh, and as you said, uh, having that one opportunity last year, uh, I look back at my last couple seasons with Kings 11 uh, and, and then obviously last year, um, sitting on the bench uh, for more games than actually playing, uh, you, you you have times to reflect. And, you know, I've, you can go one of two ways where you either go the whole negative route where, you know, you feel sorry for yourself and bring anyone down in the team, um, but you end up feeling bad yourself. It, it just makes things worse. And that's just when I looked at it and thought, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really privileged to be in these kind of positions. And I'm, I'm with guys from all around the world. You can always learn coaches, players, uh, youngsters coming through. Um, so it's more of a time for me to, to actually learn and yeah, just get better. I mean, training in India, training in Dubai, all these kind of experiences, it adds to your cricketing CV. And obviously training in the gym and getting strong, it's a time to, you know, to work on these kind of things if I'm not playing and just be in a better mental space for when I do get a game. So that's just been my approach the last couple of years. And then obviously disappointing <laughs> to not face a ball last year, being run out, my bat got stuck. But I suppose those things happen. And yeah, I mean, obviously worked out yesterday and really, really chuffed the, about the performance. But I think, you know, for in terms of like proving points and stuff to people, it does come into to your mind. But it's more myself. I mean, as JD said, you know, as a, as a player... I want to be putting on the best performance for myself. You know, I get the rewards end of the day, put in all the practice, all the training, sacrifices. So it is rewarding when you do do well. And it's more, you know, self-belief, self-enjoyment uh, factor out of it. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a good good ride and hopefully 
we can get some more wins uh, the next couple of weeks. And you've been you've been after Chris Morris for a while. You've been you've been making fun of his price tag. Do you think he's worth it now? <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely showed he's worth it. Um, Let's not talk about the price tag. Oh, <laughs> touchy topic there. <laughs> Well, he's buying me drinks every 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 day this uh, the next seven weeks, so I'm I'm happy about his price tag. Um, no, but uh, to come out uh, and and show what he had last night is is definitely the potential that he has, and he's shown in the past. Um, you know, those games come around few and far between in the sense, but to try and bring them closer together is is the, is the ultimate aim. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he he smacked it and. You know, it's it's amazing when it just takes one ball or one shot to sort of change that momentum um, in his favor. And yeah, he, he definitely proved his worth there last night. <laughs> Hopefully a few more of those. <laughs> exactly. Guys, remember to subscribe and follow to the Royals podcast on the Rajasthan Royals app and website. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, Google Podcasts, AudioWala, Ghana, and everywhere you get your podcasts. So guys, we'll move on uh, to segment two. It's called Straight Drive. I ask you slightly trickier and controversial go. questions. We will get to one or two of them, especially pointed towards Trevor. Mm. So I expect straight answers from y'all. Okay. <laughs> Quick question, JD, for you. Okay, when Brian Lara scored his world record 500, he had a partnership with Trevor Penny mm -hmm. for 314 runs, a partnership of 314 runs. Can you guess how much Trevor scored in that partnership? Given the fact that Brand scored 500 in that game, I'm sure he would have been dominating. So, I'd say maybe around 60, 65. Very kind on Trevor. Yes. Give me an extra 21. 44. He scored 44. <laughs> That's unreal. 44 of 314. Yeah. How was that, Trevor? How was it to be well, non-striker to Brian Chancellor? I had the best seat in the house. And throughout that year, I had quite a few partnerships with him. It was just the best place to be. So whenever I batted with him, I tried to get a single. And then he would just launch at the other end. So wonderful. I mean, not the best thing I've ever seen, really. He's uh, great to learn from him as well. Just um, amazing. So you've played different roles. So you played with a genius like yep. Lara. Then you went on to coach Sachin with the Indian team. How are those two roles different? Um, well, it was funny. First time I threw to Sachin and he's got 30,000 international runs. He says, what do you think about this? And I just laughed at him. I said, well, you're asking me what you think. No, but once you get to know him, you understand cricketers, no matter how good they are, they've still got a little um, area where they want to improve. And most cricketers are not uh, stubborn or that they always want to keep improving. So that's what's nice being a coach because once you get to know every guy you're coaching, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. Talking about coaching, grooming, JD, there's a lot of praise for the way you captained Saurashtra in the last in the last couple of seasons. The way you kind of took that domestic team without any of the big names like Jadeja and Cheteshwar Pujara were not available most of the time, but you still went on and made that a champion team. You were the leader of the group. You groomed a lot of young players, and one of those was is Chetan Sakaria. How much of a role did your leadership play uh, in his development? Well, I think, as as they say, the captain only is as good as the team is or as good as the players are. And um, and I'm fortunate to have a group of players in Saurashtra who are really keen and kind. Um, they're very humble. You know, you can see uh, one of them is obviously Chetan and 
uh, when you have such a group where you know guys are keen to learn and you know, guys are actually more hungrier than you to put everything out on the field and win it for the team that's when a team does well i think we we had that sort of group and when you have that group i think uh, players learn from each other don't really need um, a huge role to play there it's just about providing them that platform that belief when uh, at times you're playing against bigger teams like you said you know we are not um, the giants of our domestic cricket but then when we play against a side like a karnataka where you know 11 ipl uh players are playing or um, you know sort of international players are playing against us you need to provide them that belief and that's all um you know i can do as a leader and other, apart from that as i said it's upon the individual how they take it and how they learn and grow uh, you know responding to each other and responding to how uh, you know um, how you want them to play and i think chetan is you know one of those guys who i have been watching keenly and uh, every one of us believe that you know he'll make it big at some stage but really happy that he did um, at this stage of his career which is going to you know help him a lot um, he's way way young and he's a talented cricketer so very happy for him speaking to chetan i know he's very grateful for the support and the platform you provided to him but from a more selfish point of view you both have the similar skill sets you kind of competed for a spot in the 11 in the Rajasthan Royals 11 He got the nod in the first game. How does that feel as a leader, as a more seasoned campaigner? Well, um, you know, everything that we talk about here makes uh, makes a point, makes a valid point. There, you know, you play for yourself. You know, when I'm not picked for someone else, I would then believe, you know, I'll have to improve uh, a certain sort of skill set. And um, when you're clear, when you are actually looking from it in that. Uh, viewpoint it's easier if you look at it in a way that you know why am i not being picked because you know, i'm a senior guy it doesn't work like that um, you know that's a negative way of looking at things so uh, i looked at it positively i looked at uh, how i can then take that opportunity with having another couple of practice sessions and you know having a little more confidence behind my back and when i get my opportunity i can use that for my good I think that's so. That's the way you know, I look at things. And as I said, you know, I'm probably you know one of those guys who is probably the happiest for him the way he has come up and from out from the background that he comes. You know, I cannot be happier than than anyone else for him. Davey, yesterday in in the game, it was a slightly different role uh, for you in the sense that you went in to bat very early. Usually, you look after the back end of the innings. So, how much of a mindset shift is it to bat early in a T20 game versus coming coming later in the death and where you have to probably tee off from the start? Yeah, it is a bit of a change. Coming from the one days in in South Africa against Pakistan, you know, I think in one day cricket you can there's more sort of time and you can get yourself in. So, I, I feel like uh, batting a little bit higher up, well, a little bit earlier yesterday. Uh, my mindset was just to to obviously just be still um, and just watch the ball. and play good cricket shots. I think that's at the end of the day where you're going to score the most runs if you start, you know, losing your shape and trying to hit boundaries and stuff like that just didn't really require the the time for that. So that was just my mindset and just making sure that I I sort of don't throw my wicket away for the team um uh, being in a lot of trouble. Uh so you know, it was it was enjoyable to to get to get some time in the middle and not necessarily having to take the bowlers down at any stage until the back end in the last what five six overs 
So yeah, it was. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thrive on those those moments. You know, when the team's in trouble, I really I really do enjoy trying to get the team out of wherever we are at. Um, and yeah, like I said, it it, it can be rewarding uh, when it comes off. Trevor, who's your best mate in the Royals? I mean, be honest. Well, definitely not Davey. <laughs> no, no um, my longest friend would be Sanger for sure. We worked together in Sri Lanka for a number of years. Yeah, like inseparables. So yeah, we've yeah. got a great working relationship and we're great mates as well. Yeah. Who, who's a better cricketer, Lara or Sanger? That was my question, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> Is Sanger going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> we hope no, Lara's going to listen as well. <laughs> no, I think um, Sanger was obviously brilliant. He averaged 70 for his last 13 years in test cricket, which nobody knows really if they can look at the Is foot. that your disclaimer? Because of me, since I got there, he sort of got better. <laughs> no, he's uh, so I'd put Brian just ahead purely because he played spin um, better than anyone that I've seen. So Sanger was good in all areas, but Brian just gets my nod. Fair enough. We'll da- speak to Sanger. Davy Miller just behind. Oh, thanks. Very <laughs> close, <laughs> All right, guys. So let's move on to segment three. It's called Unclassic Commentary. We're going to play the last over of last night's game and let's see how well you guys can commentate. Mm. I've always not wanted to commentate. I'm hopeless at commentating. going to leave this. going to leave it. Yeah, TP. I think, As a senior pro, I mean, you know. Yeah. With 12 runs left to win for the RRs. Come on, boys. We've got Murray in and JD batting. Morris facing, yes. So... Should be a very, very good uh, last over here, Davy Miller. We've got, yeah, no, we've got JD commentating and uh, and batting at the same time here. But uh, TP, I don't know who's more nervous here, Murray or, or TP. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a good ball to start with. I think nothing like executing a Yorker in the last over. Look how well the non-striker finished the second run there. It was so easy on his part. <laughs> Using your pace. <laughs> They need 10 runs of five balls. They need just, they're just one hit away. I think that's what JD and Mori are talking out there in the middle. You're just one hit away. Back yourself. I think Mori is going to go after him this ball. Good strides, eh? Good strides. Yeah, good running between the wickets by these two. It's getting, getting a bit anxious here from old, uh, old Pant. He's bellowing from the back there. TP running and five balls left. Oh, oh that is maximum. That's shot. hit way over oh, square yeah. leg. What a shot. Yes, man. Tried the slower ball, which I think he should not have done. He should have tried another Yorker, but uh, it's good for us Royals. This is unbelievable. Four or four. TP's under massive pressure here. <laughs> One hit away. Wonder what Stamps are called. TC. Oh, TC. Sorry, <laughs> T- TP. TC. Wonder what. Pants gonna <laughs> tell to TP now, <laughs> <laughs> sitting out in the dugout. <laughs> That's so going to be his plan. Over. That's some swing there. It's a hell of a shot. So what are you going here? Yorker or slow ball? I would TP? Go, I would definitely go Yorker, but the ball has That's quite wet say, eh, with all the juice. So hopefully now. balls are full toss. Has to be a Yorker. But, uh, <laughs> so wet ball. <laughs> hopefully misses and Tara go through. So it's six off three, is it? Yep. Four or four. Four or four. Almost oh, nailed the Yorker. Gee whiz. Either side there, game over. One meter here. Good bowling, though. TP's executing. It's all about nerves from here. (laughs) (laughs) 
TP is executing them well. Come on, Tom Curry. TC. I think he's going to go another Yorker here. He's got to go. He's got to execute the next three balls. I mean, it's one hit away here. There's Murray standing deep in his crease. I think he's expecting a Yorker. Sea ball, hit ball from here on. It's just about one hit. Nice. Oh! oh yes. Hip high, full toss, and that's gone into the game set and 10. match. All right, <laughs> win the game. What an unbelievable Whoa, knock there by the old uh, Chris Morris, the big $2.2 million man. And there's Ricky <laughs> Ponting, not happy. Yes. Oh, what disappointment from the Delhi boys, but uh, unbelievable uh, scraping it off the last, uh, the last three balls there. It's another fantastic IPL game. Every game so far has gone to the wire. So I'm sure the spectators are really enjoying that. There are some RR spectators in the, in the uh, stadium as well who are cheering their lungs out. And I think that really helped us at the end. You know, with all the pressure and the pin drop silence that was there after 10 p.m. Tell me, JD, when you were batting with Murray and the crowd was shouting, boring, boring, did, did it sound like boring? Because <laughs> uh, Murray was five of 10 and it sounded that they were shouting, Murray. Stop being rude, Trevor Penny. No, but he thought they were saying boring. And he said, no, what? okay. Yeah, we got him and going. That, that got him going, yeah. That, that got him going, yeah. If, if, if that helps. Well. I'm glad you guys have some playing years left because oh. you need a lot of work on your commentary <laughs> skills, boys. Oh, look, that we was, definitely uh, do. No, that was dismal, to say the least. Continue watching the ball and relishing the moments that you're commentating on them. <laughs> I love the way you're pointing at each other. You talk. You talk. <laughs> oh. No wonder you coach. Oh, no, no, right? Good There's move. No good commentary move. there in you. <laughs> Moving on to our last segment. Uh, segment four, it's called Match the Player. So I'm going to throw a word at, at you and each of you will call out the player's name who you think it most describes. The name that comes to you all first. For example, if I say slower ball, JD. Okay, so like that, I'm going to throw words at you and each of you throw a name back at me. All right? Scary. Brett Lee. Oh, or our team though. No, nah, could be anyone. anyone. Yeah. You're Dale Stein. Shabatta. Winner. Dave Miller. <laughs> JD. <laughs> TP. <laughs> Tough. Tough. Stokesy. Uh, Brown Laura. <laughs> MS Dhoni. <laughs> I thought TP was tough there. <laughs> to score 44 in the 300 run partnership. Lazy. Chris Morris. <laughs> the slot. Chris Morris. Chris Morris, definitely. Mm -hmm. Future star. Rian Parag. Yeah, I would go Rian as well. Anuj Shravat. Ah. Funny? Sanju. I'm going to go Joss. Davey. <laughs> Joss yeah, is no, funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I like his dry sense of humor. I, thought, I found it funny. Yeah, he just makes fun of me most Isn't of the time. <laughs> Leading by example? I'm going Sanju. Sanga. Mm, he had to make up for it. Mm. <laughs> At some point. Sanga is going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Glutton. Manhar. <laughs> Manny. <laughs> I'm going Liam. Handsome. Davy. Oh, thank you. JD. I'm going the golden oldie, TP. <laughs> you guys are just giving each other's names for all the questions. Man. Okay. Aggressive. Apart from you guys. Yeah, aggressive. I'm going to go to what here? I'm going to go Sanju. 
in his own way. Ben Stokes. Traveller. Gary Player. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> I have no idea what you're asking, Arjun. You better be good, good at this. Traveller. Think of it, JD. And I want an explanation from you. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Putting you on the spot here. TP because he comes from a long way, far away from, from our land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TP is actually Columbus. a good shot because I don't know if you know. He's got how many passports? Four passports. <laughs> is that right? Jason Bourne's my nickname. There he is. How does one get four passports? <laughs> four passports. It's because I've lived in a lot Zimbabwe, of countries. Zimbabwe, England, Australia, Canada. Canada's coming. Yeah, that one. It's coming on the way. No, no Sri so Lankan let's, passport? Let's go. <laughs> How, no. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Trevor Penny. Trevor Penny. That's a good, good choice. Brave. No more Sanju. Mm. I'm going to go Graham Smith. He's also a royal yeah. family. Doesn't have to be royal. No. no um, go MS Tony. Andy Moles, player I used to play with at Warwickshire. Tell us about him. He's an opening bat. He was a little bit, um, not overweight, but he wasn't fit enough to play for England, but he should have. Very tough. He loved facing fast bowling. And in those days, there were some real good quicks in county cricket. So, tough. He was the toughest cricketer. I've seen. In those days. You know, <laughs> cricket was better in those days as well. <laughs> in those days. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank awesome. you for being such, <laughs> such kind guests, unlike your teammates who were on this show a little earlier. Hope you guys enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Hala bol. Thanks. Hala bol. Thank you. Thanks, guys.